Welcome to a God Shift podcast, where we move you from disruption and delay into a greater destiny, expectancy, and possibility. I'm your host, Shana Rattler, and I'm a minister, author, and sought-after speaker. Join myself and other leaders who unapologetically share their story of when their life collided with God's purpose and put them on the path that was designed for them. You will learn how to bounce back from setbacks, disappointments, and uncertainty, and unlock the door to confidence move into your next chapter. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A God Shift. I am your host, Shana Rattler. I am so thrilled that you are here today. But before we get started, you know how we do around here. I have a favor to ask you. So wherever it is that you are listening to this episode, I want you to take a screenshot. And with that screenshot, I want you to post it on your social media, tag us here at a God shift. And then I just want to hear your biggest aha moment or your biggest takeaway from this episode. Why do I ask you for that favor? I honestly, I don't care a thing about the number of downloads that I have, but what I do care about is that I want people to recognize that whatever it is that they're going through, that there's hope on the other side of that and that there's God in the middle of that. And the more times that these episodes are shared, the more people that we can help out in this way. Well, I'm really excited about my guest today had the opportunity to experience her at the National Religious Broadcasters Association major convention that was in May of this year, but we did not get a chance to connect. And so I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to get some follow-up and have her on a God shift today. So let me read her bio so we can turn her loose. My guest today is an internationally acclaimed creator of transformational experiences designed to activate audiences into becoming the biggest, boldest version of themselves possible. The world-class concert artist is also the CEO of Jade Media Global, a revolutionary live experience and global content distribution company specializing in 360-degree personal development and strategic transformation. And this is the thing that I love, not the most, but I love this. It says the equal opportunity disruptor was also a surprise independent candidate for president in the 2020 election. I want to welcome to the show, Jade Simmons. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Shana. (laughs) I'm so excited. So I want to lay a little bit of context for this conversation, Jade, because we're going to be talking about a God shift. And my definition of a God shift is the moment a disruption in your life collides with God's purpose, but then that moves us into greater possibility. And what I know about God shift moments, Jade, is that God uses these unexpected circumstances. He uses trials. He uses sometimes positive things that have us wondering what direction our lives are going to go in next in order to get our attention. Because once he has our attention, that's when he can really invite us into what it is that he has planned for us. So I would love if you could share a time with us that you've actually had to overcome some form of disruption to get to that great bio. How much time do we have? (laughs) For y'all who are not watching the video, if you can see her face, she is like, my God in heaven. (laughs) Yeah. So here's what it's giving me chills a bit, Shana, because... When this episode airs, it'll be the end of the year. Yeah. Um, and the end of last year, the same time that people are listening, I was in the middle of a God shift 
That was one of the most magnificent things that has ever happened to me. We had a record revenue year in our business. It was record breaking. Um, I was on the search for just a little room to record in, to put a new piano in and record there. God ended up shifting me into a 4,000 square foot space that we're now going to be calling headquarters. And it's now going to be a new income stream. And I literally preached on this breakthrough, Shana, this was January of this year. All the breakthroughs started November, December of last year. And can I tell you now, I always preach that breakthrough and breakdown usually go hand in hand. Yeah. Literally after I preached that sermon about all this God shifting that was positive, we ended up in the middle of another God shift that does not feel like the last one. So when we're recording this, we are experiencing all... <sighs> the hard stuff that comes with breakthrough. We were supposed to be in that space I mentioned by February and it's six months later. Um, we had a record breaking revenue year and we're watching that uh, bank account dwindle uh, because we made our own disruption. We shifted our uh, fees and it caused a slow in the market, which we predicted. We just didn't predict all the other stuff would hit at the same time. Here's the God shift in the moment, though, that I can see. So as your as your listeners are listening in, we're in the middle of it. And, I, and I'm believing you when you say God's in the middle, because he better be in order for us to come out of this. But he's got to be. He's got to be. <laughs> what we can see is there were plans that he had for that space that hadn't even crossed our mind. There were stages that he intends for us to be on that we hadn't even planned for. So what feels like a slowing we're understanding once again is a shifting to a new direction, to a new space to serve even more audiences than ever before. And I'm preaching on this side of it before I get there. So by the time this episode airs, uh, we should we should come back together so I can tell you what the other side of this looks like, but um, it's an incredibly powerful, draining, wonderful, exhausting season that we're in. And we know it's a God shift. And we, I always say, breathe, believe, buckle up. And we're in the buckle up phase and we can't wait to be able to breathe once again. <laughs> what I love about what you're describing, Jade, is because there's a misconception that Usually a lot of things are going wrong in your life, and that's the sign that you need a Godship. And sometimes that is the case. But sometimes you have accomplished everything that you've set out to accomplish. Sometimes you're making the most amount of money in your life. Sometimes things have come together brilliantly, and you feel like you're smooth sailing. And so I don't want people to think, that God shifts are because something was wrong, but That's sometimes right. God will even shift you in the middle of a good thing, or sometimes God will even call you away from a good thing Ooh. because that season has expired, or there's more that he has for us, or that he knows that if he didn't disrupt us, that we would, you know, never grow to our fullest potential. And so I, I love the fact that you're like, no, things were going great. Like we were booming. We had the money. We had the, we were booked and busy as they say nowadays, like all things were going well. And the good news is, is that you already are starting to see glimpses of the fact that what God is going to create on the other side of this God shift moment is not only bigger than what you had, but is bigger than what you planned for. 
you know, I mean, it's scriptural, right? You know, yeah. abundantly, exceedingly. We 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 can quote all that stuff, but when you're until it happens, until it happens, and I, I will say, I am probably, you know, I have a I have a team of incredible women who who work with me and help me build out this big purpose that God has given us. But probably the greatest reward as a leader of this team is I've had to teach through these principles. See, I've had the luxury of now seeing God do this over and over and over. So really when it hit, it was kind of like, I literally coach women to be prepared for this, especially when things are soaring. It's not that it's not a negative worldview that something bad's going to happen. It's just the nature of the course of breakthrough in the course of a season. So I've had the luxury of living in it. And so my team still has to be taught through it. I'm really blessed to be surrounded by a team of believers. Uh, But even still, we've all had different faith experiences. So we talk a lot. We literally, I I wish I'd had it uh, for camera. Um, the first half of the year was so tough. We lost some people and personnel. We had some turnover. We had to really hold on to keep morale where it needed to be. The phone was not ringing off the hook like they're used to. And so it shook, it shook us. And so when we got to the end of that first quarter, I sent them these gift boxes and the sticker said, we survived the stretch of one 2023, right? So we teach uh, and I teach my team and I coach women about this stretch that we've got to say yes to it. Uh, you know, God tells us he's going to refine us. He tells us that he loves us. That's why he chastens us, you know? So we we're learning to kind of be more like Paul and rejoice as these things are happening because we're understanding God is always up to something. He's always doing something new. The catch is, can we perceive it? Uh, And lastly, I'll say, you mentioned, we think sometimes that shift always comes in the bad stuff. And what I say a lot, um, at least God said this to me a lot at the beginning of the year. And I started finding myself repeating it to audiences was he wanted to make sure we weren't mistaking what was really breakthrough for breakdown. He said, no, this is the breakthrough you've been praying for, but in breakthrough stuff's got to break off, break down, burn off. That's a part of the process. And so really being able to embrace the entirety of the shift, I think is the key, right? So the question of the day is, because you're in the middle of this, a lot of the people that I interview, you know, it was a year ago, it was 12 years ago, but you're in the middle of this. What are you learning about Jade during this process? Because most people are always like, oh, I'm learning, you know, I've learned to trust God. I'm like, no, 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 not what can God do, but what are you learning about yourself yeah. in this it's, stretching season? That that This is the key question. Uh, literally, when when uh, the women that we coach were always asking them that. We, we take these things called revelation walks, Shana, so I encourage your listeners to try this where we go out and walk and talk with God. And one of the questions, a series of five questions, but one of the questions is, God, what do you want me to know about who I am becoming in this season? Yes. And so I, I always teach that a lot of the things that are feeling like struggle points, if your anger is getting flared up in this season, or you're dealing with loneliness or isolation, uh, or you're dealing with leadership issues, pay attention to the pain points because yes. that area is what is being worked on. And it's actually a clue to where you're headed. So if your leadership is being challenged, it's because on the other side of this season, you're called into greater leadership. So God is so gracious, right? That he's going to make sure we deal with the stuff 
before we actually have to. Um, so the becoming is so much more important than the doing. I say in my book and in my free guide and everything that your shifting season is going to be more about becoming than doing. Because God is never going to give you anything to do that you have not built the character to sustain. That's it. That's it. You know, I speak a lot on purpose and people often mix up purpose, passion, destiny, um, uh, and calling. Yeah. And I always say purpose is actually about that being, about yeah. the becoming. It's not about the doing. We think, oh, my purpose is to be a pianist or a speaker or a preacher. No, no. The purpose is what happens in others when you're doing what you do. But that purpose gets to come with you and ride with you in whatever vehicle you're in in this season. And so yeah. we get to say yes to more things than, than we know. And we're not leaving purpose behind. It comes with us, it shape shifts with us, and it's about that being. Purpose is really about who God has created you to be yeah. so that when you begin to do, the effect that he has birthed in you is able to come out through the doing, but you're not limited by the doing. Just you waking up is living in purpose because if you're coming out and being the fullest expression of who he's created you to be, that's purposeful. And whether people like it or not, they're going to be transformed by your very presence. Sometimes before you even say a word, you know, you know, when a person enters a room and for better or for worse, the atmosphere shifts, right? Yes. That's the power that we have in that being. And then, like you said, the becoming, if God is an infinite God, and he's always making things new, that must also mean that we're always being made to new as well. That's right. So mm -hmm. Jade, we're going to pause and take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the things that people need to make sure they do during this disruption and some of the things that they need to make sure that they avoid. We'll be right back. episode is brought to you by the free guide, When God Says Shift. Inside, you'll discover the four shifts required to reveal God's plan to ditch disruption or delay and get his blessings faster. Head to GodSaysShift.com to access it now. All right. So Jade, you are a coach. You've written books. You teach people how to transform their lives. So I know you've dealt with a lot of people who are going through these ebbs and flows of breakdown and breakthrough. In your experience, what are some of the most common barriers? Because what I know is that when God uses disruption, his intention is that disruption be a tool that moves our lives forward. But so many of us, that disruption has the opposite effect and we end up getting stuck. And so what have you noticed are some of the most common barriers that cause us to be on the stuck side and not the tool that moves us forward side? Yeah, you know, even that word stuck, I've always pushed back against it when people come to me and say I'm stuck. And I say, no, you're probably strategically divinely stalled. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, and God is so gracious again that, He's going to make sure you have the tools you need, you have the character you need, uh, the strength, the talents, the skills to be able to carry what's coming next. So a lot of times that pause is about gathering what is necessary. A lot of times it's just up here, right? Getting our mind right, 
our faith right for the next season. And so a lot of it is just not misinterpreting the season and misinterpreting the circumstances. So everything that feels bad is not a bad thing, right? Discomfort is when you look at all of the major characters of the Bible, they had to go through some discomfort. I don't care who you name, we can find many seasons of trial, challenge, and discomfort. And those seasons usually serve multiple purposes, but they always serve the purpose of growing whoever that person was. Absolutely. Uh, That misinterpretation is often the main thing, and it causes people to make a whole different decision than they would if they understood what was happening for them versus interpreting interpreting everything as happening to them. Exactly. I say all the time that it didn't happen to you. It happened for you, but it also happened for other people. Because listeners, how many of you are listening? You're able to testify that what it is that you've gone through is the exact area that you're helping people overcome now. It didn't feel good in the moment, but now you're able to tell people, hey, listen, this is how this journey is going to (laughs) start. This is what you're going to expect. Let my losses be your lessons. Don't do this. You know, I tell people all the time, the biggest mistake that I personally made in my God shift moment was I took the, I took the new vision God gave me and I filtered it through old perspective because I had been a coach for so long, Jade. When the Lord called me to ministry, even though he he showed me very vividly, he said, you'll preach and teach in stadiums, you'll have a television show, and you'll use your gifts for celebrities and politicians. I came home and created a coaching business out of it because that's what I got it, God, I'll run with it. I always done. That's what I'd always done. And so for me, that was my barrier. I was real clear on what God showed me. But I, you know, when you've done something for so long, you've been in an industry so long, you've done something a certain way for so long, it's very hard not to read everything through that that lens. I jokingly say that you could say to me, I am going to create the most magnificent skincare line. I'm like, and you can start a coaching program, teaching them how to use it and charge $3,000. So I took ministry and tried to put it in that same box. I came home and created a five-day challenge and a download. What celebrity and politician you think gonna find my download on my website? They're not. So I didn't even give God a version of the vision to bless. So I think you're absolutely right. You can't misinterpret the season that you're in because if you mistake that season for something else, you can even be doing all the right things for the season that you think you're in and not get the results for the season that God really has you in. So I love that you said that. So Jade, if someone is listening to this episode right now and they're like, I'm in the middle of a God shift, or I know I've had God shift seasons in the past and I did misinterpret and I did not respond appropriately. What would be the best tip that you have for them? If they're like this time, I want to move forward in a powerful way. What's something that they can start doing right now that will get them moving forward? Now you you have to understand what your purpose really is because everything will be filtered through that lens. It determines what you say yes and no to, which is critical, especially uh, for women who are have a life full of obligations and people who are pulling on them in every direction. We're sort of masters at helping everybody in their purpose and yes. putting ours on a on a in a back seat. And so, really understanding why you're here. And what it is that you cause to happen in others, because then that filter says, oh, I can say yes to this opportunity. For me, for instance, we say no to opportunities that just have me sitting behind a piano playing and not saying anything. I can do it. I went to school to do it, right? I'm good at it. 
but that's, that's a talent. That's not purpose. I'm called to activate people into being bigger and bolder. So if I don't get to do that in the opportunities being present presented to me, we say no. Yeah. Right. And so it's, and that you're like turning down money. You didn't say yes to that. Why didn't you build out a coaching program? Where's your course, you know, your, your course for this, right? We could do all those things, but we're really trying to stay in tune with what God wants for us. So really uncovering what that unique outbreak effect is that God has put in you and then practicing it out. You know, if, if I were to interview your friend, Shana, and say, why do y'all go and tell her all your business? Like, why is the reason you go to her? There would be a theme. You know, yeah. we lined up five friends. We'd start to hear uh, my guess would be because she's going to tell it like it is. She's not going to let us pretend we didn't hear what we heard. And she's going to ask us, why have we moved in the last thing God said? And then she's going to sip on some tea and look at us and and write. And, and they know it, right? And you'll start to hear this theme. And then when you hear them saying, we come to her because she's going to tell it straight, because she's going to put it through the God lens uh, and she's going to challenge us. Those are themes that you now say, let me audition this stuff and see if this is really real here. So you look backwards first and you'll see a pattern and then you practice that pattern in the future. See if you're on to something. You practice giving clarity. You practice putting th things through a God lens and then you watch and see the effect that it has on the people that you're passing that on to. It's a powerful thing to know that you're in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing for the right people almost all the time when you allow purpose uh, to lead you. I appreciate that you gave that definition for how we can really identify what our purpose is, what impact, because I say all the time, your purpose is the impact that you have. Yep. And I know, you know, when people ask me, like, how do I discover what my purpose is? I say something very similar to what you just said. Purpose leaves clues. And yeah. so when you look back at your life in every different assignment that you had, because see, many people mistake their assignment for their purpose and then they won't let it, they won't let an assignment go. And then their, their purpose never fully manifests because they've misinterpreted it to use your word as an assignment. But if you look back over the assignments that you've had over your life, you will notice that common thread of what your purpose was. I know when I look at my own life, even before I was a teenager, I was a volunteer at a nursing home and I never wanted to be in there doing bingo and stuff. I went to this woman's room who was bed bound and I would ask her if you could go anywhere, do anything, what would that be? And then I would go find a book and come back the next time and read that to her. So wow. even back then, I recognized if I look back that the, the, the common thread of what Shana's purpose is, is helping people to manifest their fullest potential. I went on to be a therapist. I went on to be a business coach. I'm now, you know, in the faith-based space. And in every single one of those assignments, I was helping people to manifest their fullest potential. Now, I don't know what the Lord will have me to be doing 10 years from now, but I can guarantee you that you're going to notice that I'm helping people manifest their fullest potential. And if I'm not, I'm out of alignment with them. That's it. And you that out of alignment is what gives us the feeling of stuck, frustrated. We get mad at God. This isn't what you said it would be. You know, and I used to, I, I'm such a, a fast paced person and, and very impatient by my natural nature. And I had to pray for patience for, for a you year. You are my sister from another. Yeah, I know we're, we're, we're pretty much the same. We're pretty much the same there. And so my, my MO is to run. You don't even have to finish that statement. God, I got it. The girl's out there, right? He knows that. What, what did I learn? I'm a jumper. I'm a free faller in faith. 
You don't have to push me off the ledge. I'm done before you finish giving the instructions, right? You so, don't even have to tell me that it is a ledge. I already what? knew that. I'm, I'm like, uh-oh, left parachute up there, but we'll figure it out, God, won't we? Right? And I try. I completely trust that he is who he says he is. He's going to do what he says he's going to do. Well, you got to now look at in the natural, where does that sometimes get you in trouble? Right? It means I sometimes might run out ahead of God. I might jump and my team's looking like, what happened? Where'd she go? Right? So I have to learn to pace myself so that I'm not outrunning uh, the purpose that God has given me. So it's it's not just about when we say, be who you are. Okay, understand who you are. Be who God is calling you to be in this season. It may look different, right? If you're fast paced, you may have a season where he says, I'm gonna slow you down if you don't slow down. That's right. right? And, and he will, he will sit you down or allow a thing um, or ordain a thing. And so I think, you know, part of that, the shifting that we're talking about is really understanding all those facets of it, right? Knowing who we are, but allowing God to speak to us and really be the guide more so than our personality, our past or our habits. So I want to end this episode by rounding out this conversation about purpose. I happen to know that your book is about purpose. Mm -hmm. Anybody who's at that convention has no reason to know that because she had a Goliath size sign. <laughs> About her, about her book. It looked like that, <laughs> but it was the size of Goliath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help it to know that your book is about purpose. So Jade, tell us the full title of your book and why we should buy it. It is called Purpose the Remix. It's a re-understanding of purpose and how it works. And it's like what we said at the beginning. I feel like we've gotten it all wrong that we've thought, we've thought purpose is in our doing. And that's where the tiredness comes from, the frustration, the boredom. And God has all these purpose vehicles. You call them assignments, right? That we get to ride our purpose out in. So a lot of us are stuck in assignments that are years old um, because they're good assignments. And so this book helps you really clarify what purpose is. And then I don't leave you there with inspiration. We really help you walk through how to work it out and then how to protect it. Once you've uncovered it, right? How do we protect it from purpose snatchers um, and, and all those things that we need to know, the dangers of becoming all purpose and multi-purpose and cross-purpose, really wanting to understand the alignment, as you said, so beautifully. So if you've ever been struggling with what purpose is, or you think you know what it is, but you don't know what to do next, this is the book for you. Awesome. So I know that there's some people that are going to want to gobble up all things, Jade, not just the book. So how can we follow you on social media? Sure. The easiest way to find me in all the handles is jadesimmons.com. But I love to hang out on Instagram at official Jade Simmons. And we just launched a new Instagram called uh, Jade Simmons Live, which is more behind the scenes. You know, like you said, everything looks so pretty on Instagram. So that's where all the other real stuff happens. The mommy CEO uh, in real life, all that stuff happens on Jade Simmons Live. But jadesimmons.com is where you'll find everything you need about what we talked about today. And can they get the book at that website as well? They can. They can. JadeSimmons.com will take you there. But I also have another website called PurposeTheRemix.com, which has some exercises and videos that take you through uh, some of the concepts that I've laid out in the book. Perfect. Well, I'm going to make sure that the links to all of that are in the show notes. So all they have to do is click it. Jade, thank you so much for being here. I know that this episode is going to be a hit because I don't know anyone who has not gone through those ebbs and flows of breakthrough and breakdown. And sometimes people don't even realize that the breakdown is part of a breakthrough. And so 
everyone share, share, share this episode far and wide because it is going to bless us. If people don't understand why they're here and how to fully ride in the right vehicle for the season that God has them in now, the world that we are living in that is absolutely bonkers is not going to change. So share this episode so people can identify who it is that God is calling them to be so that he can do what it is that he needs them to do. So everyone, thank you so much. I pray that you will go back and listen to previous and future episodes as well. Everyone have a great day. Bye-bye. I want to thank you for listening to the God Shift Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. And remember to put God first and everything will fall into place.